Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I guess the Knicks aren't going to get Kristaps Porzingis, which is a little bit disappointing. And not that I want to leave the show with that, but it is a blockbuster deal ahead of the NBA draft and look with the Knicks having no picks in it it's going to be a matter of how they can upgrade their team without you know the a top pick obviously in the draft and you know it's going to either be some minor moves in free agency you would expect or get creative and make a trade whether it is trading Obi Toppin I don't think you're going to see something like you know, a, a Zion Williamson trade with R.J. Barrett or Julius Randle. I mean, I expect them to fully keep Randle there with Jalen Brunson and probably keep R.J. Barrett as well. I just don't know if that player is out there. The difference maker is out there. As we talked about a little bit last night, for the Knicks to be able to go all in for and break up some of the core of this team. They better hope that Quentin Grimes, that Emmanuel quickly, these guys continue to develop and become impact players. And like I said, with Obi Toppin, he's an interesting one. I know his name has come up here in recent days because there's no need to have him and Julius Randle on the team. The Knicks have not utilized Obi Toppin to his full potential. And he doesn't fit what they need, which is why I loved Porzingis and would have Look, I certainly would have traded Obi Toppin uh, in that. You see what the Celtics gave up for Porzingis. Gave it up Marcus Smart. I actually like that move for Memphis. Adding some toughness, some defense with Marcus Smart. I feel like he's a good piece for that team You know, in the, uh, in the three-way trade. Uh, you know, a bunch of picks involved as well. But Porzingis going to Boston, I think that's a win-win for Boston and for Memphis. I just want the Knicks to be involved here in some way, shape, or form getting a good player. You know, it's not, it can't just be Josh Hart. I mean, I guess, you know, the Knicks can find ways to improve their team as far as shooting goes, uh, you know, without making that blockbuster move. But they have a guy in Obi Toppin who could be a good player if given more minutes. He fills a void or could fill a void for some team if given an opportunity to be a starter or to get more minutes. I just don't think he fits with the Knicks, and I like him. So maybe that's going to be the piece that a trade would be centered around, whether it is for picks or what. But uh, anyway, you, you you look at some of the action here. You know, usually with the NBA in the offseason, they come in bunches here. So 
Woj breaking that trade. It was something that happened earlier yesterday, but then just came down officially where it was a you know a different three team trade um, with the Wizards and Grizzlies and Celtics. But Porzingis, one of the guys that I wanted for the Knicks, not just because of the nostalgia. Yeah, they drafted him, and he was an original Nick and gave the Knicks hope years ago. I actually couldn't believe when they ended up trading him. I remember where I was. I was at SNY getting ready to do the show Loudmouths, and we got word that they traded Porzingis. I was so upset because I couldn't believe they actually did it. Now, I get it. There was other circumstances involved there. They didn't feel that you know they wanted to, or were going to be able to sign him. And they ended up trading Porzingis. It was just, uh, you know, he was their guy at the moment. The one hope that they had was Porzingis. And this was before you thought that it was going to be. Remember, they they were supposed to get Zion Williamson, potentially that uh, that offseason or get the number one pick. And it was supposed to be Zion Williamson at at that point, looking to get big free agents, KD, Kyrie, whoever would become available. Um, but they didn't, and they ended up trading Porzingis, you know, before that anyway. And to me, it made no sense because they gave up a, a star player, their best guy. I know he's had injury history and stuff like that, but man, Porzingis was an impact player. The the one rare impact player that the Knicks actually drafted, that's the guy they decided to trade. Now, look, they've recovered from it, but coming full circle, bringing Porzingis back would have been an exciting move. Plus, he fills a void for him more than, let's say, Obi Toppin. You know, Porzingis in that role, a big uh, that could stretch the floor and actually shoot. He's a 10 times better shooter than Obi Toppin. Again, Obi does different things, and he does them well. Transition, runs the floor well, great energy guy. And he did show without Randall down the stretch in meaningless games that he could have an impact. And he did have a decent impact in the postseason as well, but he just needs to shoot better. I don't trust him shooting threes so erratic. I mean, when he misses, he, he could throw up air balls. I mean, that's that, that to me is getting lucky when you knock them down as opposed to being good. Porzingis is actually a big, who's a good shooter. And you watch, Boston will utilize him properly, and he will be a difference maker on that team with Tatum, with Brown, and you know, building a Celtics team that is once again going to contend in the Eastern Conference to be one of the better teams in the conference. I'm not. I can't get it in the draft. I'm not sold on it. Uh, maybe that's just because the Knicks, if they don't have a first round pick, if they did, it'd be a little more intriguing. Especially if they had a top first round pick. But the draft just doesn't do it for me. But you know why I started talking about Porzingis? You know what else doesn't do it for me? The New York baseball. The New York baseball doesn't do it for me. And I'm not even going to mention the team that plays in Queens because they don't deserve me to mention them by name. There's no point. I mean, I can't get angry about that team because we've already said that they were done weeks ago. You know, they lose another series. Surprise, surprise. They, they just the, the, the team that plays baseball in Queens in this town makes it impossible to win series. I don't understand it. Even the worst teams in baseball figure out a way to win series. But yet this team that plays baseball in Queens that will remain nameless has talent. They have the most expensive roster in all of Major League Baseball. They have talent. They were a good team a year ago, and they're not a good team now. And I just don't understand it. 
you know, losing two out of three to the Astros, normally not that big of a deal. Losing two out of three to the Astros after losing two out of three to the Cardinals after losing two out of three to the Pirates after losing you know, both series by a sweep to the Braves and Blue Jays, this is what we call, and National League fans in New York will know what I'm saying here. They'll understand the term. This is what we call a June swoon. Now, it's not just a June swoon because it's been on top of struggles in April and May, but June has been as ugly as possible. And it's probably not going to get much better because if, if it hasn't gotten better at this point, what more can you say? They're just not very good. The positive team in this town, the New York Yankees, they get another win. I told you Monday morning, coming off the sweep, every one of the everybody wanted the panic with the Red Sox sweeping the Yankees. Yankees losing four in a row. Everybody wanted to go nuts about it, and I said, "No, thanks. I've been down this road before." Because I was one of those people that would go nuts and overreact one way or another. But I'm not doing that throughout the course of the season. Every time the Yankees hit a little bit of a bump in the road, there will be plenty of bumps. And that's exactly what that four-game losing streak was, a little bit of a bump. And even without Aaron Judge, the Yankees now have been able to look like a real team these last couple of games, taking care of the Mariners, not scoring 100 runs to do so, but four runs last night as they hang on and win a 4-2 ball game behind young Johnny Brito, who I don't know if its name reminds me of Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto, Johnny Brito, his delivery. Brito has been nasty at times. Now, I know he's been hit hard a couple of times this year as well, but I've seen a lot of promise in Brito. And this was one of those good efforts, five and two-thirds, not allowing a run, just two hits, where you know the Yankees get a big-time start from him. You're, you're sensing a theme here with starting pitching, right? If you get a quality start, Garrett Cole the night before, if you get a quality start, Makes it a hell of a lot easier to win a ball game. Starting pitching keeps your team in a game, gives your offense a chance. Offense does just enough. Bullpen closes it out. Yankees figured out the formula. Not that difficult. Even on a night where they get five hits. Like I said, even on a night without scoring a ton of runs. And they get contributions from, of course, household names. How do the Yankees do it? Every year... They'll have a stretch where they're without star players. And every year during that stretch, they get guys that contribute that we've never heard of before. Or maybe heard of before, but never thought they'd be contributors. Like Jake Bowers. Like Billy McKinney. I mean, think about it. Without those two guys, where would the Yankees be? So not much offense, and you, you throw Volpe in there. He had himself a home run on the night as he inches closer and closer to 200. But, you know, you look at the Yankees figuring out a way. This is what they do. This is why I said they're going to go on one of those runs that they win 9 of 12 or 8 of 10 or whatever it may be that they're going to end up on here. And now they've taken the first two against Seattle looking for the sweep. Later on this evening before the Rangers will come to town this weekend. And that will be 
a fun series. You know, you figure they take two out of three from Seattle at worst, but what's going to happen against Texas, who's, you know, a, a, a very good team this year, uh, one of the best teams, as a matter of fact. And you look at, you know, by any measures, you look at the run differential, you look at the record, the Rangers have been as good as anybody, you know, outside of the Rays. They've been as good as anybody in Major League Baseball. So it'll be fun to watch them come to town this weekend. But the Yankees in the beginning of one of those stretches to kind of right the ship a little bit and have people calm down and maybe maybe appease the owner as well. Because yesterday, Hal Steinbrenner spoke and couldn't understand why Yankee fans were mad in June. Why are they mad at this point in the season? And if you didn't think that Hal was out of touch prior to that comment, you certainly did feel that was the case after that comment. Like, he's got to understand why a Yankee fan would be upset with the ball club, the club right now. All right, yeah, so what? The Yankees are eight games over five hundred. The Yankees are in third place, nine and a half games back. That's not the Yankee standards. This is not, hey, just make the playoffs and roll the dice and see what happens. This is a team that's supposed to go out there and compete for a World Series. This is a team that hasn't seen Carlos Rodon pitch. This is a team that has lost Aaron Judge for the time being and has no idea when he's coming back. This is a team that has to watch Josh Donaldson play third base every day instead of bringing up Oswald Peraza. This is a team that's seeing young guys struggle. Volpe, Cabrera. You know, this is a team that watches Glaber Torres continually screw up on the field, just doing stupid things. By the way, I'm not buying the base running blunder was, you know, he thought the outfielder wasn't going to catch the ball. I Watching him run, 1,000% he thought there was two outs. And either way, you can't make that mistake, getting doubled off there. And Glaber Torres just does stupid things all the time. He's a losing player. Yankee fans pay top dollar to go out there and watch a team that is not top product. That's why they're frustrated. Other teams are better. That's why they're frustrated. Look at the lineup. Look at the outfield. And like I said, I think they'll be fine. And they'll get healthier, although Willie Calhoun going down doesn't help. Another injury. But you look at this Yankee lineup, Hal. Look at it. Jake Bowers, Willie Calhoun. I mean, you throw an IKF every once in a while. Josh Donaldson, Billy McKinney. Look at the lineup. You need me to tell you why Yankee fans are frustrated, why Yankee fans are upset, even though the team's over 500? Come on. Come back to us, Hal. Come back to reality. 877-337-6666. We'll take your calls on the other side, whatever it is you want to discuss on this now Thursday morning. You know, remember with the end of the overnights for me coming uh, coming soon, this is one. This is the last overnight this week. I'll be filling in with Keith. Uh, what is today? So today's technically Thursday morning. So tomorrow afternoon, Friday afternoon, Keith and I will be filling in for Carter and Roberts. 
So no more overnights after tonight for this week, and then three more at the end of next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, to close out what has been a fun run for me on the overnights. Over two years of doing it, it's been fun, but it's coming to an end. So get at me. I want to hear from you guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.